Kokorongo ki te tangi a te kori mako Ko rero flowing a te hoka force Ko papa relevant, ko papa out of bounds Ko papa exigent, ko papa paramount Nga ko nga whakapiri mai ki te Ko papa tino whakahira hira Whakarongo pi kari kari mai Hare hare mai, o tari ngā hare hare mai We gotta gather up close everybody Gather up close everybody Kane kane move that body Kane kane move that body Kei te iti o te rahi, kei te rahi o te iti, anei rā mātou a taringa e mihi atu nei i te, oh, kaua i te puka pū. E ngā. Yes, i o taua kainga ni, Erika. Ai, ai, ai. Ai, kei te whakapāhoa ke māua i o māua kainga, me ki mātou ko tō māua kaiawhina i tēnei rā ko Brainy Joe. Yes, he's in the background. Kare a moke nei ko nei te rā nei, no reira ko māua, ko Erika, and e whakaaro arohana ki tō māua hoa ki a te puaheiri i te nei wā, tēnā koe tai. Ana. Ana. Pefe ana o piro piro tuahine? Oh, yeah. E ora pai ana ngā piro piro. E hikaka ana hau mō tēnei te renga i tēnei rā. Hea hai! Hea hai! Nā te mea, he tikanga hou kei te haere. Tikanga hou. Do you want to let them know i nāinei hea te tikanga hou before we do our kiwaha? Okay, if you feel like we should let them know now. I do. Today, everybody, we thought we'd try something new and... This isn't going to be a normal patapatai episode, but we're actually going to do patapatai on a time limit. So for each question, we'll only have two minutes to answer. Two minutes. And Brainy Joe is going to give us a ding sound to let us know when the time is up. And when that time is up, we're done. Parone actually shared with us earlier that time limits have impacted <laughs> on his life a few times before. Did you want to talk a little about that? Yes, no, okay. I went over time in Manukorero one year and we went over time Motai Tangatare Mai Kapahaka when we performed at Te Matatini and Kahungunu, which meant we didn't get into Te Matangirua, which was the finals. Oh, way. You still enjoyed the performance though? Absolutely. And it was a good ako moment. Glad you can take something positive away from it. Ai, kuia. Kuia hoki. Kiwaha. Ko tā tātou kiwaha e te whānau o taringa, ngai taringa e mehia ke ana. Nō reira, ko te kiwaha i te rā nei, ko te heaha te aha. Heaha te aha? Heaha te aha. And just to jog everybody's memories, we did one heaha te aha, but in another context, back in episode... Tahirau ono te kaumātoru, episode 163. Now, when we go back and listen to that episode, because I don't want to go over that one again. <laughs> so, e hoki ki te whakarongo. I vaguely remember it. Okay, you got 10 seconds. From the, the 163rd, mihaha te aha. Tika. Six seconds have already gone. Well, I thought it was, what's the what? What's happening? Yes. So, that Whew. was that one. Phew. No reira. If you haven't listened to that episode and you want to know about that use of the kiwaha, well, in that context, then go back and listen to that. 163, Okay. So, I'm going to say the kiwaha, Erika, and maue whakaroa ke hea te tikanga o te kiwaha. Okay. Kapai. 
No one ain't that. You already told me. Oh, well, that's okay. You can... <laughs> okay. <laughs> you don't have to tell everybody. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. At the final, I imagine Erica's never heard this kiwaha before. So, you know, as you're listening, be amazed that she knows what this kiwaha means. Hoya no, ane Erica. Ahakoa, ahakoa, tana haere ki te whare whakapakari tīnana. Yeah. Although, although he goes to the gym. Yeah. Heaha te aha. Although he's always going to the gym, waste of time, still looks the same. Yeah. <laughs> Kapai. Must be in the diet, eh? Ana. Well, they say it's, you know, 20% kori kori and 80% kai. Aye. <laughs> oh, mau tētahi e tuku mai. Are you ready to make one up yourself? I should, should I give you one more? Give me another one well, and I'll hopefully think of one by then. Okay. E rua haora mātou e hi i kāna, engari hea te aha. Ha. Oh, man, we were out fishing for two hours and caught nothing. Yeah. Waste of time. Yep. Cool, you got it. E rua... Meneti e tatariana a paraone. <laughs> Maku? Kiau. Oh, kiau. Engari, hea hate aha. <laughs> paraone was waiting for me for two minutes. Is what you said? Yeah. But, yeah, waste of time. I still haven't thought of anything. Yes. <laughs> I get it. Okay, kapai. I'm glad that translated. So, kwera te kiwaha. Now, on the kiwaha scale, where would you place this kiwaha, Erica? Oh, maybe in the middle, three? Yeah, pai tēnā. And ki whakaaro, you know, we often talk about standalone kiwaha. Do you think you could use this kiwaha as a standalone kiwaha? Nah, I don't, not really. Mm. I feel like you need the before or after context. Otherwise, I would just think you're asking me what's up. Yeah, kia ora, kia ora, tautoko. Okay. So that's absolutely correct. You need to provide some context. So you need a sentence to front the kiwaha. Okay, at the whanau. So you have your sentence and then the kiwaha. I was thinking though, Erica, that you probably could drop this in at the end of sentence in English. Okay. I was waiting and waiting and waiting. Engari hea ha te aha. Oh, I went to the hui. Engari hea ha te aha. Yep. That's a good one. <laughs> yeah. So there you go, Etefano. E rere au ki o tautahi <laughs> i te wikinera, engari yeah. hea hateaha. <laughs> yeah, that's a good example. True story, true story. So kwera te kiwaha, Etefano, hea hateaha. Waste of time, to no avail, nothing came of it. Oh, to no avail, that's a nicer way of saying waste of time. Kapai. 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 Shall we get into it, these quick-fire patapatai? Aye, I'm ready. Kwarite koe. Aye, kwarite au. Do I get to ask some of these, or is it just you asking? Oh, mm, yeah, good question, because then I have to do the answering. I think I should ask them. <laughs> I'm going to ask the first one then. Okay. <laughs> what is the first one? I guess we'll find out. So, you know, etifane, there's going to be a sound tetehi oro when we start, and then when we're 30 seconds out, there'll be another sound because that's what happens at Monday Kōrero. It's actually a minute and then 30 seconds or anyway. And then there'll be another sound now at the whanau. Ahakoa, ka whakapau i o māua kaha ki te rua meneti ki te whakautu i ngā pātai nei, if we feel we need to. 
unpack these partai a little bit more than we are going to go over, but hopefully not too much. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, anei te partai tuatahi. Here we go. Okay, anei Erica. Okay, this is a surprise question. I don't know what he's going to ask. How do I mihi to maunga when driving past or walking around? Okay, I would assume it's actually quite simple. Well, you can make it simple. You could simply say something like tēnā koe e koro as you're driving or walking, maybe give a nod. Or if you want to make it really complex, well, I think Parani better take over the answer now. No, I don't want to. <laughs> Come on. Maku <laughs> koe e afina. Nei, e tautokuana, that's exactly what I would say, Erika. Koe nā aku kōrero, tēnā koe koro. If I knew it was um, tētahi maunga wahine, mm-hmm. I would say tēnā koe kui. Mm-hmm. You know, if, it was, if I was passing pihanga, for instance, and I know oh, that, that, that maunga is a, I would say tēnā koe kui. Sometimes in the car, I would beep and then just say tēnā koe koro. Ah, oh, okay. And or you might want to do a karanga. Ah, yes, yes. Good point. Good point. So if you're a wahine and you're that way inclined, yes. karanga atu. Or pau. Or pau. Cool. Well, we got, just because we got a few seconds left, just unpacking karanga, you know, you would learn to do a karanga to maunga and other wahi tapu too. So, you know, karanga isn't restricted to the marae and oh, gatherings. Oh. So I've been in instances like when we've gone to Maketu Marae and had someone karanga as we're ascending the ahurei, te ahurei, the puke hill at the back. When you do a karanga like that, are you going through the normal karanga process and doing the karanga to the mate, for instance? There will definitely be some acknowledgement of those that have passed on in the karanga, I feel. It would be correct, but there would be and saying to the wahi tapu that you're converging upon who is in your group and why you are going there. Yeah, but the acknowledgement of the tapu and the mana of the place is, is very important. Cool. Next partai. Mm. Here we go. Historically, what is older, o or aho? And did aho maybe develop from a-o? Ooh, here are we doing our partai. Historically, did, in my expert opinion, <laughs> I'm unable to answer it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good part though you know there I think o and aho the use of depends on the rhythm of the sentence and it's idiosyncratic what's well, an idiolect I should say so it's an idiolect and it comes down to word choice based on the sentence I guess it's something that happens subconsciously when you're speaking yeah so when I'm yeah. speaking you know I don't think whether I'm going to choose a o or an aho it just depends on what I'm saying. Now, in terms of the etymology of the kupu, I'm really not sure if aho or o is which of them is the elder. But I know mm-hmm. just commenting on the um, Hawaiian language, their word for o or aho is vo. Vo. Yeah. Mm. Vo. They don't have a aho sounding kupu. Yeah, so I would hazard a guess that O is the older one of the two, and Aho came okay. later. And R O, 
Art is a particle, and again, that's dependent on the grammar of the sentence, whether it is a-o, like kōrero ki au. Because you simply couldn't. That's us. We've got two seconds. Bang! Bang! Cracked it. I like it. I Yeah, I was actually really interested to hear that answer for that question. Yeah, pai tēnā pātai. Aye. That came from the plurigot. Oh, wait, no. The dot pluriglot. Ooh. I don't know how to say Instagram names, but hopefully... That's sort of how you intend for it to be pronounced. Yes. Well, you know that word glot. Well, it could it can mean having a tongue. I know it's Latin. You've got a polyglot. You know what a polyglot is? No. Uh, two tongues. Many. So it's somebody that knows many languages, a polyglot. Oh, so they're very uh, interested in linguistics. Mm. Linguistics, language in general, yes. So tēnā koe tō pātai. Cool. Okay, my turn. Okay. <laughs> I'm sure people would rather hear you answer them. No, I think this is a really good pātai for you. Okay. He rawe tēnei pātai. Okay, Erika. Kori te koe? Ai. How do you remember vocabulary words? Ka pai, I'm probably the worst person to ask. He hene ngaro makere. That's me. But I guess vocabulary words, I'm more likely to remember words that sound interesting. Wow. <laughs> um, yeah, that have a cool ring to them. But I've sort of had this conversation with a good friend of mine and she's like hard out into papa. Mm. So I guess when she's learning te reo Māori, the things that stick out to her is anything to do with papa. So I guess you just need to find what you're interested in. That could be through waiata. Maybe you're just interested in colours. But yeah, oh. And I'm also more likely to remember words that that I find the deeper meaning behind. Kapai. What about you, Parani? You need to practice. Yeah. Yeah, put some time into building your word lists. Mm-hmm. A good start though is if you're interested in words that sound interesting, so perhaps learning in particular context, so maybe words for the gym and kupu that you're going to use. Make it practical. It's no use learning a whole lot of words you're not going to use in any language, I believe. Exactly, yeah. But you need to put some practice in. With, it's with flashcards. There's some cool apps out there that you can use. Quizlet. Quizlet. Practice with a friend. That's good flashcards one. Practice with one of your whanau. Label things. But take the labels off after you've learned the words. So maybe only 10 words a week. Stick them around your whare. And when you've learned them, take them off. There you go. Bang! Two minutes! Bang! Bang. Woo. You know, a couple that I've actually remembered quite well, I think, was ma taratara. Nice. Because so I've been able to use it a lot recently. But also, I just like words that double. Mm. Yeah, waka topa topa. Yeah. Oh, reke reke. I, like, I don't know. I like double words. Anyway, next question. Yes. Okay, this is probably a curly one. When the two pāpaku leave the marae, why do the mattresses have to be connected? I think this means when the two pāpaku kāwhena coffin leaves that the mattress is carried with the coffin. I think that's what this pātai means. So it's the connection that the two pāpaku has, well, the tapu, in terms of death and the connection of the two pāpaku to the mattress upon which it was laying. Mm, tikanga is sort of, because we have this tikanga around death and we've talked about this on Taringa about the 
traditionally sometimes things were burnt, mm. people's homes, clothes, clothes, and you know back in the when I was little there was a lot of burying of mattresses. Oh wow! But because of our fakaro to papa tuanuku and looking after the fenua and things like that, you don't see it too often now with the mattress being buried. And also Fano didn't want the mattress in the fare if they died on the mattress. But of course now we can rethought that and we have a karakia for the mattress to, you know, remove the tapu and just to bring a sense of Māori tau mm. with the whānau. I think that's what this pātai is about with the mattress remaining with the two pāpaku. Kuena taku whakautu ki tēnei. So the tikanga of tapu in relation to things that have touched or been connected to the person that is deceased and keeping them all together. Mm. Yeah. Kapai. I I can't say I've ever really observed a mattress going with the two papaku, so Dang! interesting. And we've answered the partai, but just to go back over a couple of things. One about the burying of the mattress. It was quite common when I was little for the mattress to be buried. There would have to be a big hole. Yeah. And plus all of their gears. Oh my gosh. I think, you know, Momo, Momo Taima, but a lot of trusts well, that have, or Urupa that have trusts, trustees, they've made, you know, tikanga for things not to be buried. Yeah. But etahi wa ahakoa era tohutohu era tikanga he Yeah, yeah. People still bury mattresses and clothes and things like that. Yeah, mm. I get it. I definitely get it. But, you know. Yeah. Pipiri kia Ana. I just wanted to share a little little bit of info. I've actually got an uncle who um, made his own tomb before he passed away. <laughs> and Wow. Yeah, it's on his property. And he is in there in his tomb and so is like some of his artwork and his motorbikes and it's just stuff that was dear to him. Well, the, the Egyptians did it, right? Yeah, I had it. Māori. They are caught at all of that happening as well. Really? With other people being buried with the two papaku of the ariki. Wow. Or interred, I should say, because traditionally we didn't bury. Oh, wow. Just like the terracotta soldiers. Ana. Okay, are you ready for another partai? Oh, okay. I'm going to test you on this part. Oh, no, you're going to give me a curly one. Yes, what's well, going to be curly for you, Erica? When is it right to use or without a macron or or with a macron? Well, it's from my knowledge, <laughs> um, or and or is not like. Taku and taku, I don't think. Giving you the eyes, Frani, is that right? Uh, yeah, you sure are giving me the eye. <laughs> so, when is it appropriate? Let's see, I'm just trying to think of a sentence. Oh, this is like a game show. You're running out of time. Come on. <laughs> yeah, I'm running out of time. Well, wouldn't or be more used to indicate sort of like ownership of something? Okay, I'm going to jump in. Yeah. So, or, or without a Macron. Is all category, kapai. Yeah. And it can be used, say, like te whare o praone, the house of praone, mm-hmm. kapai. Mm-hmm. And if I was to say o whare praone, uh, o praone whare, sorry, it would mean praone's homes. So 
or where the Mecron indicates plural. That could be being the um, uh, okay. afterwards being plural. Okay. Kapai. So all prawni matua, nga matua all prawni, prawni's parents, all prawni matua, same thing means prawni's parents. Okay. So all no macron singular, all plural. But we're gonna have to unpack this, and I know we've gone over time, but we don't want everyone going around away using all no macron and all with the macron incorrectly. So this is a grammar point. Okay. Etefanu. So I've got this certificate on my wall right here that I'm looking at. Mm-hmm. And it's got a sentence here. So you couldn't, in that particular example, I couldn't go te kitia or te oahatanga, right? Correct. Why? Because it's not plural. So... Give me the sentence again. Okay, the full sentence is Kia whakanuia te tino kitea o te auahatanga me te kounga o ngā mahi. Yeah, should be te tino kitenga too. Oh, okay. <laughs> I didn't write it. <laughs> so it's saying um, this is an acknowledgement and recognition of okay. the creativity and, and I can't remember what was after auaha or auahatanga. Te kounga o ngā mahi. And quality of the work. So it's taking one each. In this context, the or is one of those little joiner kapus meaning of. Yeah, it's a particle. Particle, mm-hmm. that's the one. It's a particle. And in this, in that context, it's of kapai. Yeah. But etefane, you know, just to unpack again, and this is where people can get confused. So or, as I said, or with a macron, possession is plural. Kapai has have ownership when you're referring to one more than one thing. If I say nga matua or prauni, because the nga is fronts the sentence. Prauni is parents. Yeah. Nga matua, the parents of prauni, is what that literally. Nga matua, the parents of prauni. The o there does not need a macron. Okay, because it's already covered with the nga. Mm, that's right. Okay. Kapai. But if I was to jiggle that sentence and use or, or prauni matua, which means the same thing, then that or would require a macron. Or prauni matua. Or Erika matua. Or Joe motopaika. Joe's motorbikes. Kapai. Kapai. And the same goes with the a. Yeah. Nga moni a Joe. The money of Joe. Joe's money. Yeah. Which is spoken about in the plural, and... A-jo-moni. A-jo-moni. A-mokai o parauni? Or a, it'll be a still, eh? A-prauni-mokai. A-prauni-mokai. Mm-hmm, kapai. Nga-mokai a-parauni. Koina. Okay. And that might be a mind-blowing moment for some of you that haven't learnt that sentence structure yet with using the the a and the or at the front of a sentence about possession. Mm. Kapai. But if I was to change the pronoun, it might sound a bit more, you might be a bit more familiar. O ratau matua. Oh, yeah. A ratau tamariki. Substituting the, or changing the pronoun for somebody's name. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. A praone tamariki. Praone's children. Kapai. Kapai. We went a little bit, well, we didn't go over, we had to unpack that one a bit more, that 
Yeah, because that was the grandma one. That stuff is always over my head. Okay, <clears throat> here we go. Some waiata have kupuhangu after me. Is this a hapa or is it double emphasis of some sort? He hapa. <laughs> yeah, no, there's no double emphasis using the passive after me. And that's one of the rules. We don't use a passive after the te kupu me. Kapa, I say that is a hapa. Hapa. He hapa. Mm-hmm. Listen to the rules, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> so we've answered it. We've answered it. I'm just letting our time on We've actually answered it. On reringa hangu, sometimes like I've heard people go to like kua mahia ketia mm-hmm. with like double hangu words. How does that work? Is that double emphasis? It's a pattern that passive kupu will follow. And we've got the, the kupu there ke which is also a particle, or in this case, a pūmuri. Mm-hmm. And after the verb, so mahi is the verb, ke being the particle, meaning um, rather or actually in this context of actually it's been completed yeah. or it's been done. Yeah. Kua mahi aketia. So mahi takes the, the ending mahia and ketia. And ke takes the ending ketia. Sometimes you will hear ke here as well. Mm-hmm. But usually the the tail on the passive matches the tail of the, oh, yeah. the first kupu. Yeah. Most of the time. Yeah. Kampai. So mahia ketia. So you could only do those double hangus if the second one is a pūmuri type of kupu. Is that right or no? Yes. Okay, kapai. Ko kite anoatia, ko mahia ketia, o oh, heha no etehi. Yeah. Tonutia. Yeah, tonutia, kapai. Yeah. E korero tia tonutiana tera. Okay. Still talking about it. Yes. All right. Here we go. What are some ways Pākehā businesses can honour te tiriti o waitangi slash integrate te reo Māori tastefully? Great pātai. I'm going to focus on the use of te reo. Mm-hmm. So first advice would be reach out to a translator. Mm. If not a translator, somebody that is a high-level language speaker yeah. of Te Reo Māori and has had some experience translating, yeah, or somebody that can guide you, put you in touch with a translator. Yeah. The other thing too to be mindful of is the iwi that your shop is going to be because, ah. you know, we have different words and different iwi. Yes. So don't just get any old well, not any old translator, but maybe look for a translator that's iwi-specific because there may be kupu in your business or wherever it is that are iwi-centric kupu for you to use, and that'll be tasteful. And sometimes, too, the person giving the word advice isn't best prepared to give you tikanga advice. Mm. So there's a couple of things that you need to sort of be mindful of. One, the correct translation of a kupu using the right translator and context and is it culturally appropriate. Kapai. Mm-hmm. And that's where I hit the sweet spot in terms of the language being tasteful. Yeah. Yeah. And have a wānanga about it mm-hmm. with that person. Yeah. Yeah. And I answered that. Yeah. <laughs> so in terms of reaching out to a translator, there are directories of sorts for that? Yes. You can reach out to the Tauta website. There's 
a directory there to get in touch with translators. And I'm just registering my conflict of interest as a director of Okupu Limited. Yep. Our Kamupene Okupu, we can put you in touch with translators as well. Mm-hmm. So look us up on okupu.co.nz. Mm-hmm. And as I said, I'm registering my conflict of interest there. <laughs> Kapai, but um, we do get people reach out to us looking for kupu to use in their businesses for whatever reason, both non-Māori and Māori. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, I know this was a tangata tiriti from a tangata tiriti perspective, this pātai, but there have been some Māori businesses too that haven't used te reo tastefully because mm-hmm. they've gone about it too fast. They haven't put consideration to the kupu. There's been wrong translations. Te me, te me, te me, te me. Yeah. So I think that's a template for everybody to follow, mm. both Māori and non-Māori. Get a good translator, someone who's got some contextual background, build the relationship with them, think about the cultural element of the kupu that you're using. Yeah, and I really liked how you um, touched on um, iwi-specific, you know, locative language. In Whakatane, actually, uh, at one of our main supermarkets, the exits have te reo titles. I guess. So they've gone for a Tuhoi dialect and they've actually spelt it without the G's. What do you think of that? Like, because I know, like, I know they dropped the G's, but technically, wouldn't you still spell it with the G? Well, firstly, I'm surprised that they've gone for Tuhoi dialect in, in Ngātiawa, in Fakatani. Mm-hmm. And secondly, this is my opinion. Um, that should still be spelt with the G. Mm, I thought so too. Yeah. Won't name names, but it's pretty obvious when you go there. <laughs> yeah. It would be absolutely obvious. It would be like using another dialect and another iwi. Well, it is. It is using another dialect and another iwi. Mm-hmm. So that's very interesting. See, I know that Countdown have been making an effort to use te reo. Oh, yes. I've seen it A lot there. of their, in their hokomaha. We've done some mahi with them as well. I gave a name to one of the, a few fish species that didn't have kupu Māori, ingwa Māori. Ah, cool. One that always annoys me on fish species is terakihi. Yeah, well, that's um, pronunciation. And a lot of the time people have heard it pronounced incorrectly their whole life. Oh, no, but I see it spelt like that. T-E-R-A. Tarakihi is the right word. But I think what's happened is terakihi is being normalised in our language, say it's wrong. It is wrong, but you hear tarakihi. Okay, I'm going to stay to tarakihi. <laughs> Can't play. And while we're on tarakihi, et and I think we did pretty well there, Erika. Kia huri ki te waiata o te wiki. Aye. And tarakihi got me thinking about the kai that went into your hautapu last week for Matariki. So, yeah, we're still celebrating. Yeah. Our national day, uh, Matariki, and if you had a hautapu, Congratulations. If it was mm-hmm. your first one, ngā mihi nui ki a koe, ki a Good on you. And in your hautapu, you would have had something for... Waiti. Waiti. Waitā. Waitā. Tupuanuku. Tupuanuku. And tupuarangi. Aye. And for waitā, possibly you would have had a tarakihi in there. Mm. So, i runga i tērā, anei te waiata o te wiki nā meisi rika. Ko te waiata nei ko Hautapu, and it's from her album, Ngā Mata o Te Ariki, Tāwhiri Mātea. Whakarongo mai. Whakarongo mai.
Thank you. Now that was cool. Yeah, we'll see when uh, how quick fire patapatai goes when we add the puahiri yeah. back into the mix. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And while I was listening to that, I got about hungry thing. Yeah, so I'm a bit, been a bit hungry now. Yeah, me too. And I enjoyed the party and We had a couple that we didn't do, so we'll put them to the next patapatai, quick fire patapatai. Yeah, maybe we need to get more strict and um not unpack after the answering. Yeah, I think depends on the patai. Yeah. Yeah, like on that R.O. one, we definitely needed to do a bit more on that one. So, I don't want anybody missing out. Oh, nice. That, see, Parane cares. He doesn't want you to miss out, Etifano. Yeah, and I know people, they hear things on Taringa. I know this for a fact. And they'll say, well, I heard this. And if they miss out any part, they're going to blame it on, on me, <laughs> on us. No reira. E mihi ake ana ki a koutou e te whānau o Taringa. Anei au e mihi atu nei i te bustling metropolis o te awamutu. 
And Erica from the comfort of her home. And anei au i mihi atu i te... Well, it's not a foggy haven today. It's a bit of a stormy mess <laughs> of Hamilton. Ai, and katahi anō a whaitiri mā takataka ka tai mai ki konei. Mā takataka, that's a cool word. Ki tāua mutu nei. E mihi atu ana taringa ki a koutou i raro i ngā manaakitanga a te wānanga o te roa me te tautoko a te māngai pāho me irirangi te motu. Tēnā rā koutou te katoa. Hei kona! Hei kona! Fakarongo ki te tangi a te kori mako Korero flowing at the hooker force Kou papa relevant, kou papa out of bounds Kou papa exigent, kou papa paramount Nā kona whakapiri mai ki te Kou papa tino whakahira hira Fakarongo pi karikari mai Hare are mai, o tāringa hare hare mai We gotta gather up close everybody Gather up close everybody Kani kani move that body Kani kani move that body Tāringa he mea tuku nā te wānanga o Aotearoa, a nā te māngai pāho me irirangi te motu i tautoko. To listen to more episodes, search for us on your podcast app and subscribe, or follow us on Instagram and Facebook. Taringa, whakarongo mai. <laughs>